Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome, my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for stopping by on this day of life. Did you know that today is a gift? It is a one of a kind day, literally the only day like this you will ever, ever experience. So let's ensure that we grab hold of it and squeeze every last drop of living from it. Today's devotional is going to be a pep talk, a get moving and get your butt in gear message. Let's start September off on the right foot. I know we're a few days into September already if you're listening on time, but that doesn't matter. We're still going to start it off strong with this message. So let's not delay because I know this message is for you. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, pick your pain. Ah, girl, did you just wince at my title today? Pick your pain? Really? That doesn't sound motivating at all, does it? Well, not if you think pain is only a bad thing, because sometimes it actually can be a huge positive motivator if used intentionally. Now, I'm not talking about physical pain because physical pain is never pleasant. And I'm not talking about emotional pain because that certainly isn't pleasant either. But what if we could use the pain that is required to become a disciplined person to our advantage? Discipline is the pain that requires sacrifice. That's the type of pain we're experiencing today. And it requires adjusting your lifestyle and requires being fully present in your day. It doesn't sound like much fun right now, but trust me, every sacrifice you make in order to become the person that you have been designed to be will be more than worth what you ever gave up to get there. You see, I bet you are feeling a little disappointed in some area of your life today. Maybe you're disappointed in your attitude or in your energy level, in your productivity or organizational skills, in your physical appearance or health, your mental health and wellness, your emotional instability, your financial reality, your relational stress, family chaos, or on and on I could go with many examples. Be truly honest with yourself. In what area of life are you feeling a little bit underwhelmed and disappointed? Here's the thing about being disappointed in an area of life. It is a direct result of the enemy's attacks on your time, commitment, 
and focus. Think about this. Satan loves when you are busy and distracted and not focused on all that it is that God wants you to focus on. Busy and distracted living have become our normal. In fact, some people wear their busy like a badge of honor. They run around like a crazy person, dipping their toe in this and that and everything, half living, half trying, and fully lost in where they are headed. Let me remind you that this makes the devil so dang delighted. Seeing you all over the place, running here and there, pushing your priorities and values onto the back burner in order to address whatever the need or desire of the moment is, brings him great pleasure. Your distraction gives the devil goosebumps of joy. Seriously, is that what you want? To delight him with your scattered living? Think about this. How many times have you been spending time with your loved ones, but instead of actually engaging in meaningful time with them, you are mindlessly scrolling, engulfed in all things on your device and blind to what is going on around you? That, my dear, gets Satan all pumped up because you are not prioritizing here and now and what's important around you. Or think back to when you know you should make a healthy choice or complete a task that you've been avoiding, but instead you take the comfort road and park your butt on the couch with some popcorn and decide to worry about that other stuff later on. Distraction, procrastination, avoidance, Girl, you are singing the enemy's love language here. We can all admit to being distracted and overly busy on the regular. But why is this such a big roadblock towards the life of purpose God has made us for? Because distraction and busy can't reside alongside disciplined, focused, and intentional living. When we are distracted and busy, With meaningless existing, we can't be living the life of purpose and impact on purpose that he has laid out for us. So what's the other option? Well, becoming a disciplined person is a great option. A disciplined person is one who submits and commits themselves to the process of growth. So how does discipline play into all of this? Well, The skill of discipline, because it is a skill, something you need to work on to get good at, it's what can help keep you on track to the life that Christ has designed you for. Sometimes we like to think of discipline as being painful, and it's not easy to always make the right choice or the best choice or the choice that is going to keep you on the right path. But why not consider this? If you don't have time to do it right, when will you have time to do it over? Hebrews chapter 12, verses 5 to 13 from the message translation say this, my dear child, don't shrug off God's discipline, but don't be crushed by it either. It's the child he loves that he disciplines, the child he embraces. He also corrects. God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. This trouble you're in isn't 
punishment. It's training the normal experience of children. Only irresponsible parents leave children to fend for themselves. Would you prefer an irresponsible God? We respect our parents for training and not spoiling us. So why not embrace God's training so we can truly live? While we were children, our parents did what seemed best to them. But God is doing what is best for us training us to live God's holy best. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always feels like it's going against the grain. Later, of course, it pays off big time, for it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. So don't sit around on your hands. No more dragging your feet. Clear the path for long-distance runners so no one will trip and fall so no one will step in a hole and sprain an ankle. Help each other out and run for it. My sister, what a pep talk right from the book of Hebrews. You are in a race. And this verse of scripture refers to that race. And this race is called life. This isn't a sprint. It is a marathon. And in order to successfully complete a marathon, you have to train for one. Do you know anybody who has ever completed a marathon successfully with the mindset they were going to try running it? Heck no. No one enters a marathon without training. And if they did, they certainly wouldn't finish it. This life of yours is the race you will run. So why not be prepared in advance to finish it successfully? For this, we require discipline, the training piece, and the discipline that God can help us achieve in life. Remember, in the beginning of this episode, I said that you get to pick your pain. Well, here are your choices. There's two of them. Ready? You can have the pain of discipline now or the pain of regret later. So which one do you want? What if you asked God today to bring clarity to you, to the areas of life that require more discipline? What areas are you living in a way that will bring you to a place of regret in the future? Could there be something you stop doing today that will bring you great gain in the future? Is there something you could start doing today that will make mountains of difference for you down the road? We live in a buy now, pay later society, one that craves instant results and instant gratification, but God isn't into the business of instant. He is our slow cooker God. We've talked about that before. He wants to build patience in us and perseverance and persistence. He is not instant gratification God. The way to him is a long distance race, a lifelong journey. Don't cheat yourself today for results that won't last. Make a decision that you are going to live in a way that will not only bring you joy today, but will lead to everlasting joy later as well. September is a fantastic time of year to reassess your priorities, your practices, your systems, and ultimately your level of discipline. The kids have gone back to school. 
routines are starting to flow back in place. And I would encourage you today to take a closer look at how you're living. Are there priorities you have, but that you aren't making any progress on because you are distracted? Are there practices you are doing day in and day out that are more reflective of a busy life than an intentional one? My sister, I want to remind you that you can be incredibly productive and efficient at living a disciplined life that isn't quote unquote busy. Personally, I feel most productive when I am disciplined and in a good routine. So when I say we don't want to be busy, that doesn't mean we want to be not doing anything or getting things done. It just means we don't want to have that sense of busy where we're just, you know, ripping around in circles, half doing everything, not getting anything finished and feeling at the end of the day, like we've run this crazy sprint and really didn't get anywhere. It's when I'm overly busy personally that I don't make progress when I've committed myself to too many things and spread myself too thin. I'm not very effective. When I'm all over the place trying to multitask and putting out fires everywhere, my productivity goes way down. And girl, I am willing to bet that yours does as well. For this reason, I put systems into place that keep me from getting out of control. For example, I know that I function best when I spend some time with Jesus having my coffee first thing in the morning. So my system for this is that I set my alarm for 5am and I have a coffee date with Jesus. I don't hit snooze even when I feel tired because I have created a disciplined habit of doing this. It took me a long time to be able to do that consistently. The pain of being tired for a little bit is way better than the pain of regretting not spending that time with him and feeling scattered mentally all day long because I didn't. Another system I have in place is menu planning and food prepping. I try my very best to eat healthy because I feel so much better and more energetic when I do. But trust me, healthy meals and snacks don't just fall out of the fridge and pantry without some thought. So a habit I have disciplined myself into doing and a system I've put into place is that I put time aside on Thursday night to map out some healthy meal options for the upcoming week. I make my grocery list. And then when I shop, I stick to my list and I ensure I make time on the weekend to prep my food. I have found so many great videos on YouTube to help me prep for a week of clean eating in just a couple hours. And what I'll do is I'll go ahead and link a few of those down below, just in case you want a little bit of inspiration. So in the show notes, take a look. I'll put a couple of my favorite YouTube videos for that because they've been really helpful and saved me so much time. And it's a system. It would be way easier for me to buy convenience, pre-made food, or get takeout multiple times a week, but I choose the pain of planning versus the pain of illness or feeling yucky in my body because of choosing unhealthy food. It's discipline now rather than regret later. One last example is this devotional. Girl, you best believe it doesn't write itself. This devotional requires disciplined systems. It requires me spending time with God, asking him for his guidance 
on what he wants me to write. It requires time to sit in quiet and actually write 1,500 to 2,000 words on average. It takes time to record and edit and upload and add the description. And I would not have successfully produced 128 episodes now week after week consistently for two and a half years without a disciplined system. I would rather devote a couple hours per week to knowing that I am helping bring God's word to ladies all around the globe than opting out and regretting not making a difference later. James Clear, in his best-selling book, Atomic Habits, said it best. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you want to become. Honey, I want to become all that God has planned for me to be. So I pick my pain and it's the pain of discipline. Who do you want to become? What pain will you choose today? Discipline or regret? To finish today, I want to share a quote with you, and I don't know who said it originally, but I heard it recently in a church service that I attended, and I loved it. It says, we don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. And now that I'm hearing that quote again, as I say it, um, the person who was doing the service that day referred to quite a few of James Clear's quotes from Atomic Habits. So I'm kind of thinking that might be from that book as well. I'm not 100% sure, but it is possible. And disciplined living requires systems. What are your systems? It's amazing to have goals and trust me, I write them out all the time, but goals are only hopes and dreams without action steps that can be done regularly and consistently to make progress towards them. As we fall back into the rhythm of a new school year, a new season and a new mindset, why not take a look at your goals right now? If you don't have any, now's the perfect time to list out a few. But then go one step beyond that and start considering which discipline systems you need to begin adding to your day to help ensure those goals are reached. As well, begin to consider which systems, routines, or habits you might currently have in place that are not helping you reach those goals and milestones. Not all systems we have in play are actually helpful. Some are pulling us further behind. So let's try to X those out of our lives this week going forward. Involve Jesus in this process, my friend. Please, if you do one thing, involve him in all of this. Pray today and reflect in quiet, asking him where he wants you to become more disciplined and what things you are currently doing that do not align with his vision for you. He knows exactly what the best version of you requires. And my dear, he is more than happy to share that information with you when you seek it. I don't want you getting years in the future and experiencing the pain of regret for the choices you made or didn't make today. So let's take a moment to pray together and ask Jesus to help clarify and guide us to ensure that your habits, choices, and actions are in alignment with the best version of you. And just before we pray, I have to preface by saying, um, I am currently puppy sitting my mother-in-law's dog, not a puppy, but 
I still say that she's a, a grown dog, but her and one of my little guys are wrestling on the floor right now. So if you hear some background noise, it is the two of them just rolling around going crazy in here. So we are going to pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for guiding us along our way and really truly wanting us to become the best versions of us that you visualized when you created us. Lord, you made every one of us for a very special purpose. And we want nothing more than to honor you by giving our lives back to you and letting you guide us towards the people you want us to become. And Lord, we have two pains that we can pick today, discipline or regret. And you told us in Hebrews that discipline is not a bad thing. It's like you as our loving parent, guiding us and just keeping us on track and focused, showing us where we need to steer back onto the path and just helping us along the way. So help us to see that as a good thing today. And please, Lord, let everybody listening really take that time today to reflect and to, to pause and to ask you to reveal what are the areas of their life that are really efficient and effective and which things, which habits or systems, practices, choices, actions are they doing regularly that are slowing them down or holding them back? Lord, we ask for that clarity and guidance today. Lord, we know that you do not want us to get down years into the future and feel regret for things that we are doing today that we could have asked you to show us differently. So please align our hearts with your hearts. Please align our actions with what you will have us do and align our will with your will. We thank you for your blessings, for your provision, for your protection today. I ask that you just lift up anybody listening to this who just needs a little boost today, who might be feeling underwhelmed by what's going on in their life or disappointed in an area or feeling guilt or shame over something that's just like this big burden on their shoulders or a weight, please free them of that and let them move forward knowing that you don't want them hanging on to that regret or that guilt that they can move forward in this alongside with you. We are so grateful for today. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Amen. Well, my friend, thank you so much for tuning in once again. I am going to meet you back here next Tuesday. You're going to join me, right? Every Tuesday at 5 a.m., I release a new episode, and I would be so thrilled if you would join me back here next week. I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Bye.